Hey there, my name is Aubrey Matesius. Thank you so much for joining into my first ever Set Apart podcast. I've literally launched this in less than 24 hours. Last night, I went to my husband, Ash, and I was like, hey, how would you feel about me starting a podcast? He always goes along with my spontaneous ideas. I'm so grateful for him. And then we went to Best Buy, bought the best microphone we could find. And this is so funny. I had to go home and go on YouTube. I'm so basic and search how to start a podcast. And this is where it gets hilarious. Then I had to search where to listen to podcasts. I literally don't even know anything about podcasts, where to listen to them, how to create them, but I am a living testament of the school of YouTube because I am here today in less than 24 hours with my first podcast. So thank you, thank you for supporting me. I'm so excited about the word that God has put on my heart. I really believe that God has placed me in this generation, Generation Z, for a specific purpose. This generation really weighs heavy on my heart because they are navigating things that no one before them has ever had to navigate before. Things like social media, things like new standards for modesty. These girls, these young Christian women are really struggling to find their place in the world, but still maintain holiness in the image of God and in the standards that the Bible sets for them. So my heart really goes out to them because I'm one of them. I get it. It's hard. And I've had a lot of the older generation come to me and voice their concerns about the younger generation, that as they're getting older and finding who they are as people, they're trying out different lifestyles, trying out different ways to dress, to speak, the different people that they hang out with, and they really are struggling to find their place. So I'm hoping that this podcast will shed some light on some of the issues that young women are dealing with today and bring some clarity as we are all starting to develop who we are as people. So thank you again for tuning in today. Well, I want to talk about the next generation of women You know, this next generation in general is arguably the most interesting group of people to ever exist. They are breaking records in numbers. They are breaking records in diversity. They are breaking numbers in some negative things like mental health, anxiety, depression, um, FOMO, just different things like that. You know, and through social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat, we always know what is going on in each other's lives. We are never at a lack of information. We always know what the latest world events are, what the newest trends are. You see, none of us are ever at a lack for what is relevant on the scene. Many of us can quote a singular sentence off of a viral TikTok video and know exactly what the other person is trying to say. My best friend and I do this all of the time. We think each other are so funny and our moms are like, you guys are just dumb. Like they do not understand our TikTok lingo at all. You know, there's never been a more connected age group than the 30s and below. And with this hyper-connection, there are some positives and there are some negatives. The benefit of our relatedness is that we experience beautiful moments together and all have a common understanding of different life events. Another benefit is we really link arms with great speed and we fight for injustices through our strength in numbers. Things like human trafficking, we can all get on our social media and speak out against it and make things happen because there's so many of us who are using our voices. On the flip side, the negativity starts to settle in. You know, the world naturally turns its eye towards evil. God said that this was going to happen. It's in the Bible. And culture naturally follows along with that trend. 
Gen Z is one of the most progressive generations to ever exist. And with our large-scale connection delivered through social media, the Gen Z expects that everybody who is a part of their generation will hop on the progression train with them. And if you don't, you are different. And therefore, they use this phrase all the time, they do not claim you. What is so funny to me about Generation Z is that they are all about diversity, all about unique thinking and forward progression. However, there's always a however. If your way of life or your thought process does not align with their agenda, then you are exiled. So much for the most inclusive generation ever, right? I know this personally. I went on TikTok one time and I posted about some of my political beliefs. And I said something like, people always think that I'm a liberal because I'm a part of Generation Z. And this sparked some great controversy among my Gen Z friends. And they commented things on my video like, Gen Z does not claim her. Ouch, right? Like I was so bothered by this statement. Humans naturally love to feel like they belong to something. And they naturally hate when they feel like they don't. So to hear that I was not accepted by my generation simply for what I believed in was so hurtful and so disheartening. If I was not welcomed to the supposedly most welcoming group of people of all time, then I must really be a failure. These harsh words bothered me for so long, and it made me want to revoke everything I believed in just so that I could be accepted by these welcoming people that I so desperately wanted approval from. And I started to panic. I fell into this downward spiral where I became so worried about if I was keeping up with the trends, if I was cool enough to be accepted by people my age. I wondered if my clothes were still relatable, if it was time to switch the skinny jeans out for mom jeans, and if my handbag was starting to become chuggy just because a TikTok said that it was. You know, this depression continued until it started to become evident in my life and my mentor had to sit me down. And she asked me, Aubrey, what does it mean for you to be set apart? Immediately, this targeted question brought me back down to reality. And it reminded me that as a Christ follower, we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. I had to ask myself the question, is it so bad that Gen Z doesn't claim me? Maybe being unclaimed by one of the most biblically disengaged generations of all time isn't something to despise, but to be proud of. How could God use me to lead my peers closer to him when I am trying to be just like my peers? How can he use a sheep to lead another sheep? Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. The word discern is what stands out to me. You cannot discern that which you are blind to. When you're in the dark your whole life, sometimes you don't know you're in the dark. I think many of us have fallen into a similar cycle I previously talked about. We all want to feel like we belong. And sometimes we choose the comfort of conformity rather than doing what is hard. I'll say that again. Sometimes we choose the comfort of conformity rather than doing what is hard and accepting that unclaimed title from the world. When the world says that you are unclaimed, I think that God turns around and says, actually, 
I say that you are set apart for such a time as this, and I claim you as one of my shepherds to this next generation. I don't know about you, but I would much rather be one of God's shepherds than one of the sheep. But here's what I love about God. God does not discount the importance of his shepherds still being relatable to his sheep. John 17, 15 to 18 NLT says, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. I think we still have to work to be relatable. It is true that God looks at the heart, but man still does look at the outside. So we do have an obligation to still be engaging to people so that the gospel does not sound like some outrageous cult to people who are far from God. The message of Jesus, it never changes. The Bible, it is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. God is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. But the method that is where we have some leniency. The message never changes, but the method in which we teach his message, it can change. With that being said, the line has to be drawn in the sand at some point. And I think the line is when the relatability starts to overturn the principles and practices of God, it's too far. You know, understanding what that line is, it can be very difficult, which is why I've started this this podcast For so long, I struggled with finding that perfect balance of relatability and maintaining holiness amidst a culture that is completely against everything that I've subscribed my life to. I want to help come alongside you and navigate together what God means when he calls us to be set apart and give you practical ways on how you can be in the world, but not of the world. I hope you will follow along on this journey and I'm praying that it will empower you to rise up and lead this next generation because they're so desperate. They're desperate for purpose, guidance, and they want truth. They just don't know what it is, but we do know what it is. And we know that it's only found through the truth that is in God alone in his word. Remember, you have been set apart for such a time as this. Maybe it's not so bad being unclaimed. Maybe it means you've been claimed as a leader by God for this next generation of women. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I upload new podcasts every single week. Thank you for following along on this journey. I hope you enjoyed the word that God put on my heart for you today.